themselves. They're coming. It can't be. Where is everyone? Hello, survivors, and welcome back to the Apocalypse Post. I am your host, Makeshift, and I am back once again with my co-host, Adept. Welcome back. Hello, back again. This I will can't be, stay away. This will be your second time co-hosting. I'm excited again. And your like, third or fourth time on the show, which is awesome. I live here now. Fantastic. Um, so first off, how's your summer going? Um, Hot. And wasteland cool. prep? <laughs> you know, actually, I think all things considered, I'm doing pretty well. Just got done with some projects that needed doing. Good. Um, and there's only just a couple more things need that I don't really need to do, but I'm kind of like want to do projects. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm definitely in a bit of a rinse and repeat year where <laughs> I'm just doing what I did last year and that, that's, that's it. And there's, but I'm more like activity based these, okay. these years. I'm, I'm doing less builds and more like scheduling things and that kind of thing. More fun. Like uh, a particular fight in the Thunderdome. <laughs> You're seriously going to die. I'm so die. excited. It's going to be my first one. Um, and I'm going to demolish you, just so you know. No, incorrect. I'm undefeated for a reason. <laughs> Wait, out of how many how many fights? Three. three you're undefeated for three fights? Correct. <laughs> All right, I'm going to need you guys to show up and root for me. Nope. Um, just scream really loud because, <laughs> because this is not going to go well. Anyway, <laughs> um, so this week, we're going to do something we haven't done before because I'm very much um, a man. Uh, we don't talk about like like girl things at Wasteland very often. And we don't talk to girls about girl things at Wasteland very often. Um, so my co-host is a girl. Oh, what? But well, she's only... news to me. No, but... I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, correct. But but you are only one girl. So we're going to bring in some more girls <laughs> to have an entire girl panel. Uh, girl squad. Man, the words are hard today. Um, it's Sunday. Uh, it, and we are enjoying um, some brunch mimosas uh sorry to my other guests i couldn't actually send you any but maybe you brought something of your own no <laughs> anyway uh let's bring in our other guests shall we yes please awesome well um this first person you've seen her around uh she is blinding and blinded by the light <laughs> uh she makes her way to all the places in Wasteland, and um, it was many years ago that I said, Wasteland doesn't start until I have hugged you. And so I'm really glad that she's on the show today to talk about some of her experiences at Wasteland. Welcome, the interpreter. You might know her as Ginger. Uh, welcome. Hi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes I write these out really well, and sometimes I don't, and you can definitely tell when I'm improvising. <laughs> I mean, I am very Make sure this is out of his element. <laughs> Um, so interpreter, do you got any big plans for Wasteland this year? Um, I have a few, so I don't have any performances scheduled, but I've been asked to, um, be at a few camps. And so I'm, um, doing something for rec Just room. to like be there? I'm doing something for rec room. Like, I guess it's a performance, but it's not like, I'm not doing any main stage performances this year. No fire, none of that stuff. Um, but I'm doing a I guess a performance at the rec room and then I'm doing something at CCB that I think should be fun. And then I have the mayor elections that um, I'm their first asshole. And so I'm in the background <laughs> helping <laughs> the day and nightmare and helping facilitate and make sure the elections being ran and all of that stuff. So, Oh, cool. Yeah. I've, I've been pretty involved in the election this year as well. We did um, a, uh, an interview with the mayors, mm -hmm. uh, which came out a couple weeks ago. And then we did the nightmares, which was out last week. Those were both a ton of fun. 
Uh, and I know no matter who gets elected, it's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. But um, uh, I'm completely unbiased, but definitely put your votes out there for uh, Foster and Zero. <laughs> unbiased, completely. I may have to like censor that. No, I'm not going to censor it. Foster and Zero. <laughs> That's the way it is. You've got my vote. Um, anyway, let's bring in our last guest so we can get this ball rolling. Um, you may know her as the landlady senior staff and a mayor of chaos continuum she's also one of the first boots on the ground and some of the last boots to leave so she is dirty as fuck most of the time please welcome winter um yes it's true i am dirty as fuck all of the time (laughs) and also crotchety all the time (laughs) and dirty crotchety is that where we're going with this actually yes now we are now we are (laughs) it's canon and that's something we're gonna have to talk about a little bit later um but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Actually, with purpose, I promise. It's with purpose. I don't want to just uh, talk about crotches all day. But um, but we, I know that that's something we are going to... It's It's Winter's first time on the show. She has not experienced um, any of this yet. So I'm, I hope I'm making you adequately uncomfortable. Uh, um, Actually, Makeshift, you're going to be the one that's uncomfortable because me and Adept and Ginger have already all decided that you're not going to know what hit you with this Mm-mm. podcast. So um, okay. just be ready. Well, thanks for the warning. I wish I had it a little while ago. So, Winter, are you a a virgin? I am an Apocalypse Post podcast virgin. Yes, crotchety virgin. Oh yeah, and we're gonna and we're gonna take care of that all together right now. (laughs) Can I just say that um, Ginger's laugh never fails to make me laugh. We yeah. couldn't. We wouldn't even be talking about anything funny, but she starts <laughs> laughing and guffawing, and I start laughing. It's it's impossible so not to laugh. So the two can never go to a funeral ever. Uh, in those situations, <laughs> shuck it long and shuck it hard. <laughs> there is this amazing um, video that's been going around. I think it's like TikTok or something like that, where they had just a bunch of people with the weirdest Ooh, laughs, yes! laughs in the yes! same room. You guys have seen this? I have not. Oh my I guess god! I need right. to. Well, for those of you who have not seen it, I'm going to play just a quick clip of it right now because it's hilarious. I think it was a French TV show and they just invited all of these people with unique laughs. And so it's like. (laughs) Nice. So good. Awesome. So good. Um, and, And it's really funny. I just saw another one very similar to that which was uh, people that have all had like either voice surgery or just have something weird with their voice. So it was just the host is just cracking up at this guy trying his best to talk normal. I just oh, saw no. that one and I was like, oh, <laughs> so I shouldn't funny. be laughing at this, but here I go. I'm laughing at the host more than yeah, he's at the guy talking. Yeah, because losing his mind. Yeah. He's losing it. He doesn't know how to handle it. Yeah. <laughs> and this poor guy's just trying to get a, a question yeah. out. It's it's really sad and and yet really hilarious. And eventually he he just leaves. I was involved once during a uh, interview and the reporter had a little bit of a stutter that came out more when he was nervous. And this is actually I think interviewing (laughs) Doyle from the Misfits. And and this Doyle from the Misfits is not he's not a very verbose person. So the reporter would ask him questions and he'd just respond like monotone, single words. And the reporter's getting more and more nervous. And so then his stutter's getting worse and worse. And everyone sitting around the camera at this point was just so uncomfortable as this poor reporter oh was just not able to get a word out. Yeah, it was a terrible interview. Just I'm awful. sorry, but situations like that make me laugh really hard. And- yeah, yeah. 
mortifying because yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm not trying to make I'm fun of you. Yeah, yeah, like, I yeah. I don't yeah. know how to react. Um, is it going to make all three of you uncomfortable to know that I do have a speech impediment and I took speech for three years in elementary school just so that I could say my name correctly? I no, stand I'm by. I stand by everything I said. That's even I genuinely make fun of it more than anybody else. But um, yeah, I definitely have a speech impediment, and it does come out. And then I'm like, I'm just gonna pretend like I did that on purpose and walk away. Um, but That's something right. that I think uh, we should backtrack to instead of making fun of me. I mean, we can do that anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, in the beginning, makeshift. You called us all girls. Um, oh yes. So, I so am we were over gonna... the age of eight. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? And so I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, I actually don't. Yeah, you sure don't act like it. Yeah. I um, like I told my mom, I'm a grown ass woman when I was like nine, (laughs) you know. Um, But Jen, we you put it beautifully earlier. So if you want to do our disclaimer. Well, of course, I put it beautifully earlier. But now that we're actually recording, I'm going to completely botch it. So um, basically, we were talking about how we want to make sure we're being gender inclusive here. Um, and there's going to be at points during our conversations when if we are saying girls or women or females or whatever, based on what we're talking about, we might be talking about people with uteruses. Like, yes, makeshift, we're going to talk tampons. It's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, so we might also be talking about femme presenting people. It doesn't matter what your chromosomes or genitalia are, right? So um, I'm sure we might botch it sometimes, but our aim is not to make anyone feel um, excluded here. It's more of whatever we're talking about. If it pertains to you, awesome. You know, if it doesn't pertain to you, don't worry about it. Yeah, just remember, we're all here with the best of intentions, yes. and I'm sure to mess some things up today. But oh, yeah. uh, know that we're, we're getting together with love here because um, I think that, you know, women at Wasteland does get overlooked quite a bit. Uh, of course, you know, a lot of the advertising would have you thinking not so because uh, shoot, when I put out, when we started advertising the Dukes of the Newt calendar, oh my God. I actually had people reach out and say thank you for um, giving to give for giving Wasteland some male thirst pictures yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to compete with all the, the, the female thirst pictures that go out there. Um, I want to try. I'm trying to say thirst trap. Uh, words are hard, man. Um but, uh, but yeah, it's really interesting because, you know, the wasteland that gets advertised and I'm a big part of that um, is not the wasteland that's there, which is why, you know, some of the other videos like the two hours on Main Street and, you know, all the efforts that we do to make people feel inclusive are such an important thing um, to this community. What am I trying to say? We're going to talk about some lady things today. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about the importance of being a lady at Wasteland, of having amazing ladies around you at Wasteland, and how important we are to the event, and just maybe shine a little light on how cool we all are. I think we're pretty cool. I think we're really fucking cool. And how annoying (laughs) it can be to have a uterus. Oh my my god. God. (laughs) Let me tell you, uh, I have endometriosis. I actually have really rare endometriosis. And for before I finally was smart and had a hysterectomy, um, I would have to say, I think five or six wastelands in a row, I had my period while I was at Wasteland. And oh it was gosh, just, yeah. it was a nightmare. It's just always a nightmare. So yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how to deal with that. Because I know it's something that probably half the population of Wasteland needs to handle. I love it. And can we start here? So, you know, some of my audience, most of my audience has been to Wasteland. A lot of them are very involved, but a lot of them haven't been. So let's just talk about um, like Wasteland in general and how women fit into the lore that Wasteland is based on. 
Does that make sense? Because yeah. a lot of post-apocalypse stories, and this um, goes back to um, Mad Max and uh, maybe not so much Fallout, um, but a lot of stories when the apocalypse happens, society backs up. So women's rights become not as equal once again because the men take power back. And that's not every story, but it happens a lot. So let's talk about like women's role at Wasteland based on our source material. Okay, like Fury Road, we are not things uh, sort of situation. You do see that a lot in like the lore of just a post-apocalyptic world. Um, I mean, we make jokes in the Farlanders that <clears throat> kind of our tribe aesthetic is <laughs> is a post-apocalyptic turned medieval. I don't know if you can tell the aesthetic. Um, <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but the women in our tribe and the women in our lore are not like, yeah, okay, cool. I wear a crown, but I'm not just going to sit there and, and be a pretty, pretty princess, like adept in the lore is a little bit of a badass. And so is three lights, our youngest girl. And she's the lore about her. If you've never actually read it is, is pretty great. Uh, we have a few three light stories, but I think what I love to see in wasteland and a lot of the lore that you read is we got a lot of badasses, got a lot of women badasses in our lore. And I like to subvert that sort of, I don't want to say opinion, but, kind of where the default goes to with, with the post-apocalyptic um, genre. Um, I like, we need more warrior women in our lives. We need more Furiosas. And I think, I think that uh, Wasteland itself does embrace that pretty readily. I don't know. Agreed. I mean, also, over, over. Ad, uh, sorry, Adept, you also helped like pave the way, in my opinion. I could be wrong, yes, but when I first absolutely. started, it, I, there was no women that I notably noticed or recall being involved in lore it was all i mean hotshot i take that back hotshot was <laughs> hotshot <laughs> is the is the uh, yeah. saint of being a badass in lore yeah hotshot hot uterus she when i first got there was like wow this is awesome doing jugger like just wrecking people like wow <laughs> so amazing um, absolutely but yeah so like hotshot and you are the first women. like you came out in my head you came out of nowhere like you mm -hmm. were just, we kind of did. Yeah. Well, that was her plan. But, but there was, no, there was a whole back plan, plan yeah. for that one. <laughs> it was genius. You came in hot on social media, promoting yourself, had photos, all of this stuff, lore ready to go. And so I think your first year was what, 16, I think? 16. Yeah. Okay. That blew my mind because I'm like, the way that you came in and 15 was my first year. And like, you just bulldozed so much and you're like no i'm here hi women can do this here we go and like you I just you owned your space you know what i mean you claimed a spot and you said this is my space and this is who i am like because yeah. they're gonna make me blush yeah and, and it's really hard you just can't own it <laughs> yeah i'm like you and i i could i don't want to speak for other um women in the community but from what i've seen you helped pave the way for some of the other women that are super involved and involved in lore have a name for themselves because before it was I hope so it was just a dude's game besides <laughs> like besides <Hotshot>. <laughs> i mean i hope so i hope that i made the space kind of feel more comfortable that like yeah you can come roll in and be a chick and just also be a badass you don't mm -hmm. there's no law saying that you can't i mean there's plenty of examples to do it just grab by the balls and do it. <laughs> you know what else I really uh, enjoy is that uh, the variety of strong roles that women can have at Wasteland too. Like mm -hmm. 
I think sometimes there's this dichotomy between you're a weakling woman or you're a strong warrior, tough as shit kind of kind of woman. But you can have that tough as shit thing without necessarily being a quote unquote warrior, right? Like yeah. we have some amazing like Samoda, these awesome oh seers, God. and they're they're I'm just these mystics and stuff. They're awesome. They're amazing. There's a lot of women that fulfill all these different archetypes and different roles. I think at Wasteland and do it. All of them are really strong and they do it really really well. So I think that's Did really nice to see. Did you see their their processional last year? I don't. I remember didn't, but I've was. heard about it. The they passed. I, I don't know. No, if that's no. Smota does their own It was an thing. initiation. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and they walk past the Farlander camp in the green place, and it was like, chatter, 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 dead silence yes. when they came through with the bells, and I was like transported. It was it was it was the most incredible thing I've ever seen. It it was moving. I just I had no words. Yeah. So I just I threw out some dumb farlander lore stuff <laughs> <laughs> i was like may the silver man watch over you and one of them turned around and did thank you in sign language and i was like oh so beautiful. <laughs> i love it yeah but um and also our source material has changed over time because when you go back to like a boy and his dog it was all about this kid trying to get laid and then he ends up eating her at the end right God, that movie is weird and then when you look at uh the road warrior which was mad max 2 um, when Humongous shows up, he he tells the the people that are at the refinery leave the gas and the women as if they were a possession that he could just then have. Now move ahead a couple of decades, and we have so many more female led post apocalypse stories. Um, uh, I mentioned Fallout earlier, but when I thought about it, Fallout is actually very gender bendy. Um, you know, you can play as a guy or a girl. A lot of the um, good guys and bad guys are female. It's kind of like they just it doesn't matter whether they're male or female in the game. And then, of course, now that we have Fury Road with Furiosa and Furiosa is coming out oh, so next excited. year, I think. I'm is so right. excited. Um, and it is all about uh, gender equality and um, and giving power to these strong female characters. I mean, there's an entire tribe of Vuvalini. Right. So much yeah. of my aesthetic is based off of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I just think it's super cool. And I think Wasteland has definitely embraced the latter of it. I remember in 2011, my first event... Um, which, you know, things were kind of crazy back then. But I remember there was actually a slave um, auction, but it was women selling boys, oh. men. And I remember Chops Bailey was one that was up oh on the docket. God. It was Chops just really funny. I loved that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> they were all up there in like loincloths. And um, and yeah, you could you could buy yourself a slave boy, which was fantastic. Uh, of course, we've we've Mason, I think, has kind of moved away from you know, slave aesthetic anyway. We, yeah. We, yeah, we've hit a point where we're like, you know, OK, yeah. maybe, not. maybe not. Yeah, let's, let's move on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because Wasteland does kind of move with the times, which I really appreciate. Yeah, definitely. Yep. While still letting people play versions of those characters that are a little bit more uh, not going to offend everyone else that's there. Right, right. <laughs> Uh, right, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, like, yes, we don't have sex fl- sex slaves, but we do have concubines or people that are empowering mm-hmm. themselves yeah. in that way. You know, yeah. yeah, like this is my choice to do this. Yep, and kind of taking the power back into the you know the femme hands for that. Yeah, instead of it being not a choice. That's that's exactly. It's all about the choice of it. Yep. Um, there was a camp. I'm not sure it was 2011, but they either it was 2011 or a year after that. But they tried to do a slave auction, and another camp came in ruined like ruined it and was like no we don't do that here we we don't <laughs> we don't do that here don't do that. <laughs> and the camp was like I upset do. that it was like their whole shtick was like ruined but they're like no we 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 don't do we don't sell people here we don't do slaves that's find another shtick there are yeah, many to also have. you guys are all real like palm colored like we're not 
doing, <laughs> we're not doing that. <laughs> and that was before my time, but hearing about it and I'm like, thank you. Like that. Yes. That doesn't hold up. No, no doesn't hold up anymore. which is something that I love about the community is that it's, we're able to call in and be like, no, we're not do- like, that's uh-uh. we're not, we're not doing that. And, and, yeah. and I think for the most part, this community is good about living and learning for the most part. Um, I think there's uh, a lot of people I've seen that, Hey, we did a thing and we all thought this was all good and fun and doing this thing. And then someone goes, Hey, maybe not. Maybe this is in poor taste. And for the most part, I think a lot of wastelanders go, huh? I didn't think about it that way, but you're probably right. Yeah, let's not do that anymore. Let's change this. Yeah. And I, yeah. I really appreciate that about the com- community in general. So yeah. 100%. I, I think another example of that is we used to do a swimsuit contest uh, followed by a wet t-shirt contest. Ooh, and the swimsuit that. contest celebrated um, everyone's bodies equally. Um, eventually, over time, they moved from uh, a women's section and a men's section to now everyone competes together. Um, and it was all about the art of the costume. Meanwhile, the wet t-shirt contest, you generally brought in actual like clean white t-shirts and then just hose people down and they danced around. Um, and that, you know, kind of got phased out over the years while the swimsuit contest continues to be one of the most attended events at Wasteland. Um, and I think part of it is because women, men and women are treated equally and it, the crowd erupts for every single participant. Yeah, everybody yeah. celebrated. Everybody. Yeah. They just... You want to show up in a bathing suit? You're going to get screamed for. Yep. Doesn't okay. matter. No matter how hungover you are, <laughs> you walk out there. <laughs> well, there's something else. The night before, and people cheer for you. <laughs> is that a, is that personal experience? I mean, yes. <laughs> I mean, they're also at least when it used to be with the D's. Like you're standing there and you're like, I'm nervous. And they're like, How many cocktails do you want? And you're like, I got a cup. <laughs> I mean, okay, as many as it's going to take to get me not nervous about yeah. this. <laughs> That, and um, I can just the hype squad behind. If you guys have ever competed in the like competed in the swimsuit contest, like no, it, no, <laughs> no, okay, never catch me dead. So like, Same. The coming wow. out like that part is fun, but the best uh, the best part is backstage. Just everybody hyping each other up and like helping each other with their costumes. And it's like, oh, this thing's happening. Like, oh, hold on, let me fix that. Let me do that. What do you need? How can I help you? And it's like. That right there, I never would have done it if it wasn't for uh, Jordan Amazon, Mitzi Mayhem, and uh, Kate Trailboss. Like, I never would have done it. I was so chicken, and I'm back there, and all three of them are like, <laughs> you look amazing. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, oh, and Jordan's like, here's your beverage. Here's this. Here's that. And I'm like, okay, okay. I can. Here's-, <laughs> here's your beverage. Yeah, and Rope was standing in front of me, and that was the first time I'd ever met her. And I was like, your costume's amazing. She's like, yours is. And we're both like, it'll be okay. Isn't she that gorgeous blonde with the bright red lip? Grace Liner? Yes. Yeah, I didn't know her oh, name. I was man. just like, and her and I are both like, we can, I know. We, can do th- we can do this. And I think she ended up um, winning it that year or placing pretty high in the contest. But yeah, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> me, 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 yeah. me. I'm like, you're my friend now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had to look up Rope and I definitely recognize her. She's got some amazing costumes, too. Yeah, yeah she um, She's not the sheriff. She's Lord Marshall. Lord Marshall of the Wastes. She's now with the Wasted <laughs> Saints. Like she, oh, she's a badass, and her costuming is like, it's so, it's awesome. Yeah, she made yeah. it. Like, um, what you were saying um, earlier about um, we were talking about. Um, you know, despite what it may seem in some of the pictures, and actually talking about the swimsuit contest that made me yeah. think of this. Um, yeah, we do have a thing where people complain a lot about all the pictures that are online are just, uh, oh, the skinny, skinny hot chicks, right? Yeah. 
And and my body type doesn't fit that. And will I be welcome in the wasteland because of I, I don't look that way? And unfortunately, it's like there's a lot of people out there with cameras, right? Yeah. And a lot of people with cameras take pictures of a certain type of person and post on Instagram that gets lots of likes. And so you feel like that's all that there is. But I would say that is not even slightly the majority of people out there. Not even close. Right. Not even close. Um, there are all body types. There are all ages there. I've seen some people that I'm like, good for you. You've got to be like 80 and good for you for being <laughs> yes. out here. You're out here. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. And uh, and I've never seen a group of people just collectively all be so comfortable with who they are. Absolutely. Like people yeah. just really like come into their own out there and, and get the sense of like, wow, I've never been comfortable with my body before, but out here... I strut it, you know, and um, I think that's yeah. really nice. And we, we do encourage, by the way, our official photogs. We're like, hey, let's make sure that we're taking pictures of the actual community of Wasteland. But unfortunately that, you know, we can't control everyone with a camera out there either. But uh, also, if you check the official Wasteland Instagram, it, it like it maybe back in like the early days, like 2015 prior, it was the same group of people. But since then, it has changed. And if you look at it now. I think since Fury Road came out, like it exploded. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Fury Road is what got me to Wasteland, honestly. Yeah. And it's it, the people that run it, like the person that's running it right now, like they work really hard to ensure that it's not just one body type. And it's yeah. not just like one skin one color. One skin color. Yeah. Yep. It's like, mm-hmm. or just one like chromosome. Like the chromosomes are, it's they work very hard to make sure that it is a very diverse um, representation. And also if you yeah. look at our, like yeah. the main stage performances, the bands that we have performed, we had a, uh, a rap band last year that I, they were so cool. Oh my gosh. I <laughs> never it. thought I would hear rap at main stage. And I just stood there and I was like, Brian, I love you. Can we get married? Like <laughs> tell your partner that it's my turn. Sorry. I'm the new one. <laughs> yeah. Can you just trade? I one did so much awkward another? dancing listening to that because I'm not dancing. is not my thing, but did, was, hey, you know what? You and me, Adept, we need to spend more time together actually at the event. That's true. That's true. We have dance in the street before we had a dance town. off. We were just like, oh, hey, what's up? Because uh, <laughs> for those that don't know, Winter and I are actually pretty good buds and we talk all the time. Well, not as much as we used to because we both suck. Um, but <laughs> Not us and Ginger, though. Like, we're, we're not friends. No, we don't. We don't like Ginger. She's just here. <laughs> But all that is to say is there was one year. <laughs> oh no, I love you so much. Drinking <laughs> my chalky milk. Ginger, um. we're not not we're not not in love. We're not okay? not in love. We're not not in love. Yeah. It's not not in love. But we did have a dance off in the middle of the street in front of Barter. Totally forgot about me and that. Winter. Um, and which is was, awesome because I don't dance. So that's how much I love no, you. Is that I'm dancing? Oh, yeah. And I was like in full adept. Like this is pre-crown. Um, <laughs> Full adept, like goggles, badass, everything, doing the running man <laughs> in the middle of the street so badly that Bridger was like, stop. <laughs> and he literally, I was like, what? Did I embarrass you? And he full stop said, yes. <laughs> all I'm hearing right now. I want to do it harder. All I'm hearing right now is that I need both of you two to um, go, go Wednesday. No. We have some DJs going on. All I need is uh, like, it'll be fine. Just put a mask so on. I, That's what I do. <laughs> Ventura, I've told you before. I think I wasn't at Neotropolis or something like that where I came up to you and I was just like, oh, so um, I heard you're short on go-go dancers. And uh, yeah, I guess I guess I'll go-go for you tonight. And there was like a split second where you just kind of like gave me the look like, wait, what? 
And I'm like, no, no, it's, it's never going to happen. Never going to happen. I'm going to over my shoulder and just take you to the main stage. Let's go. You know what? You guys keep threatening to show up on my doorstep with our the uh, missing piece of our council, unfortunately, who could not make it today. Uh, that would be Claire Payton, uh, oh, yeah. a.k.a. the Keeper. Uh, she's with Radstag and Schofields, I think. But um, uh, She had a personal thing come up at literally the last second, but she was supposed to join us here today to complete our quartet of the Ladies Chaos. of Might and Magic. Yeah. <laughs> the Ladies of Might and Magic. Is that what you guys call yourselves? Yeah. Yes. correct part of fierce lady friendship is the fact that you can message and be like yo i know you guys are literally about to log in i had this thing happen i don't think i can do it and it's like love you do what you need to do we got you we're still here for you you want to log in late log in late like you're always welcome but take care of yourself we'll tell you how it went yeah yeah Yeah, i was a little upset because she's the one of the group that i didn't know yet so i was i was happy to meet a new friend but claire is very incognito um I think at Wasteland, like, Adept's very noticeable. Ginger's very noticeable. I am usually very noticeable because I'm running somewhere with my radio on with a scowl on my face. Um, (laughs) You're you're hard to miss during build, and then Wasteland, you kind of, like, into the shadows. I'm always looking for her because I have a bag of sweet tarts for her, and I'm going to all these camps, like, where's Jen? And they're like, who's Jen? I'm like, how do you not know who this person is? <laughs> who's Jen? <laughs> to deliver a kigurumi and some damn sweet darts. I'm usually on radio. <laughs> but Take advantage of me being on radio. I can find That's why I always tell people I'm on radio. Anyone with a radio can get a hold of me. Yeah. But, uh, Except for Jared when he's actually trying to get a hold of me. And that's what yeah, the few moments I take off the radio. Yeah. Um, but Claire is a little more incognito, but she is one of the sweetest people. I've known her for, I want to say like 15 years now. Uh, she's a ride or die. Uh, she's a yes. uh, pediatric, I believe, nurse. Um, she's a super sweetheart, but she's a mama bear. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. You, you uh, mess with one of her friends. Ooh, suddenly, Claire, the things, Claire. things come out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you guys have to tell that story even though she's not here. Because I don't know the story and I really want to know it. <laughs> well, now's the time. Uh, that's on you, Aaron. So, Ed... <laughs> Sometimes I think I'm really funny when I see people that I know and they don't recognize me. You always me. think you're really funny, but that is true. Yeah, ninety percent of the time it's true. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Some, my mom tells me I'm not funny, you're, and then you I make just, us chuckle. Yeah, my mom's like, "You're not funny." I'm like, "I'm just gonna tell you more jokes." Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I was where at Neo. I'm like, I spent like most of the event in an incognito, which is super fun because I get to experience it as a newbie. A lot of people don't recognize me. Um, and so I walked up and I'm talking to people I know. And then Claire, like, goes to introduce herself. And she go, um, she's like, oh, and I'm like, hi, my name's Claire. Looking her dead in the eyes, like, my name's Claire. And she's like, my name's Claire. That's not what she sounds like. But she's like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, Claire, I'm tight. Well, now you can't ruin it. I know. Did you ruin it? <laughs> and she's like, wait. <laughs> she's so sweet she is she is the sweetest um speaking of the incognito thing i think it was first neo or something like that aaron shows up with a wig on yeah and okay we know each other pretty damn well we've had some moments let me just say uh-huh. holding on to your arm for dear life <laughs> i will hold you okay. reality anytime you need it thank Got you baby you. so uh yeah that's a story for off the air but um it's dark. We're at command center. She's at the war rig getting a radio or something like that. So I just see you from behind, right? Yeah, and you you've got a wig on and everything. And still, yeah, I did. I come into command and I'm like, Aaron. And she doesn't flinch. Nothing. And I'm like, Ginger. Aaron. Hey, nothing. the interpreter. 
And I'm walking up closer and closer to her, and she kind of turns around and goes, I'm sorry, who are you looking for? I'm like, don't play that with me. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I know you, I know your silhouette from anywhere. So then like the next nice. day, I'm walking down Main Street, like well, this is at the end of Main Street. And, and you, I hear, are you telling the girl yeah, no, I'm not oh, telling okay. the girl cheese story, but um, <laughs> I hear from like over a block away in the middle at night, I hear, hey, Winter, I know that ass anywhere. I know that you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's kind of a joke now that it's like, we don't even really have to see each other. We know it's, you know, I know it's her. She knows oh, it's me. God. So yeah. so my intent was not telling her that I knew her. Like when she was saying my name was, I was going to get my radio and then I was going to call her back to command. <laughs> <laughs> I really just want to like set a GoPro up on one of you guys' heads just to watch these exchanges. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. we can That'd be shenanigans. Yeah. Actually, money. I think one of our bonding moments was um, 2017. So I'm I'm always busy working the events. I don't usually get involved in the lore and the stuff going on. I'm running fire hoses back and forth. I think that was no, that was 2018. The fire hoses. <laughs> so that, 17, I don't remember 17 or 18. Uh, it was 17. That was my uh, that was the year I did the build documentary. 20 no, 2018 was the year I had to break into the fire hydrants or not oh, break into. It was what? legal. I was so, like, hold um, on, federal offense. No. <laughs> yeah. No. We we actually rent a water meter. This from the city. And to be able to use the hydrants, it's this whole thing. But oh, that was the year that, that awesome. I got, yeah, that's the year that I got uh, put on the team of, which was two of us, <laughs> opening up these fire hydrants mm -hmm. to fill the big water cubes. And let me tell ah. you, that, that shit's gnarly. Anyhow. <laughs> um, <laughs> the water, you mean the water that first comes out of the hydrant? Yes. Yeah, dude, in those yeah. hoses and stuff. It's like, woo, I'm going for a ride. <laughs> um, but no, I think it was, I think it was. <laughs> Ginger. <laughs> Excuse me. We're trying to have a nice clean show. Yeah. Really? Fire Come on, perverts. <laughs> hey, all you talented wastelanders. The Dukes of the Nuke are taking in some R&R and need you to entertain them. At the third annual Dukes of the Nuke USO Open Mic. If you can sing, dance, tell an amazing story, or a funny joke, we want you to perform at the Rec Room Thursday at 6 p.m. at Wasteland Weekend 2023. Sign-ups start at 5.45, and all participants get a free patch and a bottle cap. Plus, this year, we're going to finish off the hour with the Terrible Talent Contest. If you have a terrible talent that you only show your drunk friends after 3 a.m., like downing a beer in one gulp, doing a handstand with the help of only three friends, taking off your partner's bra with just your teeth, or any ridiculous body contorting you can come up with, that's what we're looking for! Whatever would have been X'd immediately from the old world America's Got Talent is going to shine on this stage. Plus, there's going to be big prizes for the best open mic performance and worst terrible talent. Prizes you're really going to want. Seriously, it's good. The Dukes of the Nuke will see you Thursday at 6 p.m. at the Rec Room. Be there. So, uh, 2017, Aaron and I had been chatting. We were sort of becoming friends, though there was a... a <laughs> Certain certain mean girl that was really trying to prevent that from happening, but like nothing me. can prevent this love. Um, <laughs> it is inevitable. Yeah. So uh, 
I wanted to be involved with the lore. I wanted to play a little. And that was the year we had Wasteland Warfare, the first Wasteland Warfare. And the Skullduggers had gifted me with a, an atomic bomb, <laughs> I Winter's Kiss. About this. <laughs> <laughs> See that laugh? That laugh? How can you not laugh with that laugh? <laughs> or where it like gets silent and she just starts gasping? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, so anyhow, I'd gotten this atomic bomb, the Winter's Kiss, and at the end of the cessation of warfare. Uh, we were basically uh, surrendering and I was like, never surrender. And I tossed the bomb into the middle of the crowd. <laughs> but of course I had my staff radio on with the earpiece and that oh got tangled God. up in the bomb. Oh, no. I tossed it. So my radio gets ripped out. Like all these cords go flying and everyone just stares at it. And then, you know, 50 heads turn and look at me confused. <laughs> and uh, in the meantime, me and Mr. Fahrenheit had like, dove behind a, a you know a piece of whatever like oh no the bomb is going to go off Boom. and then it didn't and so of course i played it up as oh no i ripped the fuse out oh the bomb didn't go off <laughs> oh, waka, waka. waka waka so then i go to get it and the bomb's gone what what and i'm like where where did it go oh no i've lost i've lost the atomic bomb my first time playing along with lore and like look what i did so aaron comes up to me and she's like you want to get it back like, yes. Nice. <laughs> and that ensued many crazy hijinks, um, which included Aaron saying, I think I know who has it, so we need to find some awesome relic to barter to get it back. So let's go steal the Skulldugger's skull, their holy relic. Oh, oh. shoot. I so was also uh, I was with the casino at the time and I was the dealer lead. And so the casino's VIP tent was in the back of the Skulldugger's camp. Oh, that's right. Which is where the relic was in there. And so I nobody questioned me going in We just walked in. The guy at the door just didn't even stop us. We just like walked I was like, in. Oh, it's except, fine, don't worry about it. Like coming in the back. But as soon as we got in there, we start looking like obvious, like sneaking and tiptoeing. <laughs> And all these people stare at us. Yeah, yeah. We were like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Lights are on. There's people in there. (laughs) Yeah, people just watched us walk right up to the skull and take it and cackle and run out the back door. The best part is I picked the skull up and the jaw fell, and I was like, (laughs) oh. Yeah, because it was just like. So so now we got this skull and I'm like, okay, I don't know how to play these games. What do we do with this now, Erin? And she's like, okay, we're going to take it to this group. Well, that group had already traded it away to someone else. So it was like all night trying to figure out like who had it. There was somebody and, else um, with you at the time. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the Legio One guys. Um, yeah. What's his name? Eric. Eric. I was like, oh no, you take it to somebody. And then he was like, oh no, because he was the one that he was like, okay, this is what we do. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. just stole something at any at, point with the scooby-doo soundtrack playing in the background for yeah, no but in my head the whole time the whole time it really should have been so basically I, I i forgot half of what happened but it ended up with the bomb was going to be auctioned off at the last chance casino auction ah. so i was trying to gather a bunch of caps to buy it back and we race up to the auction and I'm like, we just made it right as they hold it up on stage. And they're like, this atomic bomb, you know, what's the going bid? And I'm like, oh, no. And, of course, it immediately got, like, outbid and someone else got it. Uh-huh. And uh, later that night, it was, I think, our first staff pub crawl, which in 2017, the staff pub crawl was Jared, Adam, myself, Schizo, Baron, and I think that was it. I think it was the five of us. And so we met up at the Atomic Cafe and had some drinks and then we we're going on our merry way. But 
Baron hadn't joined us yet. And so as we walk past his camp, he comes out in the road to join us and he sees me and he just like shakes his head slowly <gasps> and goes, Winter, I am so disappointed in you. Not only did you lose the bomb we entrusted to you, but then I heard you broke into our camp and stole our most holy relic. And I'm like, it wasn't my idea. It was Tundra's idea. We had nowhere to be found. We had also agreed not to say anything. And then I was like, I, I told Mickey Bang Bang, I was like, hey, I am... I really violated your trust. I'm sorry. Cause I was like, yo, I stole something from your camp. Like, so I did My this bad. like huge apology and he just started laughing at me. He's like, did we get it back? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, did it break? I'm like, no. And he's like, I bought it at this place for like $10. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> and so I told Jen, I was like, Hey, um, I confess. And she goes, Oh, I already told him it was you. I'm like, Oh, oh my God. Nice, this is terrible nice. And I love that. I love the uh, double portrayal, but also uh, Ginger is, is, this might, may, maybe not everyone knows this, but uh, Ginger is also the booty baron. <laughs> uh, so it's like yeah, a double, is out. double, triple backstab going on here. I stole from my own mm-hmm. camp. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Perfect. All right. Well, I do want to get back to some of the yeah, uh, 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 experience for the fairer sex. Oh, yes. This that's is what when, we this were is I'm going to run right. into like terminology things. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, women do tend to have a bit of a harder time at a lot of festivals um, because there are so many things that can go wrong for ladies. But let's talk about like safety for women at Wasteland Weekend. And is it any better than some of the other festivals that people have been to? I can speak from personal experience because this is one of the things <clears throat> that we were worried about when I first went to Wasteland. As if I was going by myself, I was not. Um, but I know that was one of the things that we talked about was concern about, you know, me if I wanted to like bebop on my own, because sometimes I just like to go on a walkabout. You'll see me just kind of wandering around. Um, that's usually, of course, when I encounter <laughs> Keeper Interpreter and Jen, and then we sit on the porch like old people nice. um, yeah. of the Forlorn Hope. That was dope. Um, that was awesome. But we got there, you know, we hadn't made all these preparations, like, okay, what are we going to do if XYZ happens? I have never felt more safe in a giant public place than at Wasteland. That's ever. I have never felt concerned. I've never felt um, uncomfortable. I mean, yeah, my experience is not everybody's. I know that there have been plenty of experiences. Otherwise, as a whole, I, I... I've always felt like it's a very safe place. Everybody looks out for everyone else. Um, I, in fact, I know that there's there was an instance in 19, I want to say it was, um, where it was very obvious, like, everybody looking out for everybody else. Um, mm-hmm. It was, uh, Bridger had gone to the bathroom late at night, and there was an, instant, an incident in a tent, and he was like, get out of that tent. Because, you know, when you hear somebody saying, oh, that hurts, oh, and shit. not in a fun way, <laughs> he's Whoa. like, get out of the fucking tent. Um, and so there's constantly a sense of community. I mean, there are always going to be some bad, bad faith actors and and any large group that you do. But from my personal experience and from, from many that I talk about, I mean, I bring my daughter to, to Wasteland who's this wonderful, she's 19 now, but you know, last year she was only 18 and it was, it was a little, at first, a lot of people were like, are you going to bring your, your child to that? And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to bring my child to this. She's wanted to go to Wasteland since she was 14. Right. Um, And, you know, I had no concerns. I had none. But I also knew that there was a net of people that would make sure she was going to be okay, two of which are sitting here right now. So we knew nothing was going to happen with her. I don't know. What about you guys? Have you ever felt mean 
Uh, of course, there's going to be bad instances that I've had throughout, not but positive experiences at the event in my um, earlier years. Um, my second year in sixteen, um, I had this guy that uh, it was late at night, and he kept like trying to get my attention, and he was grabbing me and pulling me and following me. And um, I was walking from the WCC to the LCC at the time. And that's when WCC, they're in the same spot, but the LCC was um, on the corner right on Main Street. So it wasn't that far of a walk. And this guy was just grabbing me and pulling Mm -mm. me. Like, hey, hey, hey. And his friend had to pull him off and was like, leave her alone. And he kept like following me. And I was like, I wasn't fully sober at the time. Um, And I went back to the WCC and then I saw them like, I saw Swede taking this guy and like putting him inside the camp. And I was like, and I went up to, and I didn't really know Swede very well. I knew him enough to go talk to him. And I was like, Hey, do you know that guy? Like, are you just taking drunk people and like having them sit down and stay in this area? Are you wrangling drunk people? Right. Yeah. He was like, why? What happened? And I told him and he's like, Oh, I'm going to have a talk with him. And I was like, and I didn't know, I didn't know Swede very, like very little. I think we'd had like two conversations in a group before. Um, And I was like, okay, that's rad. And then um, I had more experiences with the dude at like other events. And I was just like, dude, like, just leave me alone. Like, I, I just don't want like my thing. I'm an avoider. And so like, if we don't get along, I'm like, how about we just act like we don't know each other? (laughs) How about you just don't speak to me or look at me or acknowledge my existence? If we're in a huge group, we can be civil to each other. But like, we don't have to make it awkward. We don't have to like pull other people. And it's just like, we don't know each other. Um, and so I had told the Swede everything and Swede's like, yeah, I told him just to leave you alone. And he, um, like didn't do that. Like at winter games, he like cornered me and was like, I remember at Wasteland and somebody else was like, dude, leave her alone. It was a guy and he was like, leave her alone. Um, and then again at Wasteland, I think it was the next year, uh, I ended up kicking him out of the VIP lounge at the Skullduggers. Cause I was like, bro, like all you have to do is leave me alone. That's it. Like, that's all like, get out. Like your life would be so much easier if you could just do that. Yeah. I was like, get out of this space. Like we agreed you're supposed to leave me alone. All And he was, the guy was like not having it. Um, and I ended up talking to the Swede again and Swede's like, yeah, he's on my camp. He's done. And like, just kicked him out. Uh, he was, I guess he was a member of the WCC at the time. He got kicked out. Everybody in the camp was like, this is not tolerable. We're not accepting this, blah, 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 blah. Um, I've had like, See, but I feel like that's a really good example, though, oh, of, like, the community, the community coming will always in and, stick up for you. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you shouldn't I, ever be afraid because the, if you have a problem, you go to the nearest person and guarantee either that guy's ass is going to get kicked six ways till Sunday or it's going to get kicked six ways till Sunday and he'll leave the event. Yeah. Yep. Usually in the back of a so car. So I've, I've got a good anecdote that <laughs> as I'm saying it, I'm already kind of going, ooh, is this is this – Am I allowed to share this story? Let's <laughs> hope uh, so Jared's not listening. Uh, <laughs> he's, a, he's a patron. He, um, I think he's there just so he can Hi, check out Jared. each episode before we uh, like, go live on Thursday. Because he's come out on Mondays. Yeah. Well, and then like, he has the opportunity to give it a quick listen. Well, <laughs> be like, you need to cut that right let's now. Let's give yeah. a shout out. Because Jared works very, very hard to he make does. the event yeah. as Actually, safe as it is. And back when it was w- in 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, yeah. it's, it's – 
ever getting better. And I have and, some good stories about yeah, Jerry like and this exact thing. So yeah, his character has gotten attacked for other people in like leadership's positions for things he didn't even know knew happened. Right, like yeah. I can that happens like, constantly. Constantly, I'm not surprised. I'm and not when surprised. you say leadership to this, it's like it's not be more specific. Yeah, yeah. Who, who are we talking about in leadership here? Because half the time, Jared. Jared, Jared like, didn't know about it. Yeah. 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 In my experience, he's been incredibly proactive, especially in these later years. Um, uh, and as he's had more personal control over the festival in general. Um, but also, um, anytime I talk to Jared about like these hard decisions, he's such a well thought out, balanced, mm-hmm. considerate human being. Um, I don't know how. I mean, the fact is, Wasteland leadership doesn't need or want the entire festival to know details about all this stuff um Um, he's uh, and i don't mind sharing some of them because he deserves uh, i think a lot more credit than he's given because i've seen him wrestle with so many things that come up and there's been plenty of times where he's made a decision or a call on something that i don't like it for Mm -hmm. whatever reason but i uh am cool with it because over the years i've learned that he makes no decision lightly Right. No. He makes no decision lightly and he puts so much thought into it and in a lot of consideration and in logic. So I know that when he does make a decision, I've gotten to a point where I don't even need to hear all his reasoning. I know he has good reasoning. Yeah. You know, I trust him now completely with that. Um, but he, there is so much behind the scenes that he does to look out for people and to make sure people are taken care of and people are safe. And he regularly talks about like, I'm, I'm a middle-aged white guy. People don't need to hear from me so much, you know? And that, yeah. I think that's why people don't even realize how much he's involved because he's like, no, I want someone else to be the face of this or whatever. I'm, I'm an old white guy. And that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, and he still found his yeah, way on the podcast about chicks. True. But I, I, I did want to say though that, um, so the the anecdote I was going to tell that maybe we'll have to get cut. We'll find out. I don't think I'm breaking any rules here. It was a few years ago and it was late at night and there was a guy and girl talking and me and me and a friend were nearby and we both just kind of, it's one of those things that you just notice slight tones of voice or body language or something. It was very subtle, but immediately we're both like, Hmm, something's up here. So we kind of walked behind them for a while just to kind of see what was going on because they were obviously having an argument, but the gal was very, um, kind of just trying to shut down and the guy was being really aggressive towards her. So we kept following them and it kind of picked up in steam. And then suddenly the guy, he had like a mug in his hand or something like that. Just out of nowhere. He just clocks her. What? <gasps> what? Yes. This is and probably going to get kicked, taken out of the podcast. Just well, <laughs> you know, as it is, um, within five seconds, we jumped on them <laughs> within those same five seconds. Out of every corner from every camp, multiple people swarmed on it because I guess we weren't the only ones. Lots of people yeah. walking around had mm-hmm. been keeping an eye on them for the exact oh, same wow. thing. Wow. Um, the sheriffs, the Kern County sheriffs were there within under a minute. Uh, medical was there in under a minute. And immediately medical's pulling her aside, checking her out, taking her to the tent. The sheriffs have the guy. Everything is being handled. And uh, we all went to the uh, security tent to file reports with the sheriff's office and from my understanding, this was the first time an actual, like, assault like that, complete with, like, you know, this is, the police were there, everything. That was the first time anything like that had happened. And the Kern County Sheriffs were like, we have never seen something handled so by the book and so Whoa. quickly. And, if it, like, it was just, 
Within seconds of this thing happening, <laughs> it was all handled. A million people were ready to give reports. Everyone was watching. Like, yeah. uh, they were they were kind of blown away by it. Um, and I think that just really speaks to the fact that, yeah, people are aware and people are looking out for each other out there. Yeah, absolutely. It, there's there's so much community care. Yeah, there, yeah. You you if there is something going on, it's it's one of those things. If you just turn turn around and just yell, "Hey, this guy's not," you know. This guy's bothering me, or this gal's bothering me, or this person's bothering me. You'll have at least ten people, or even in an when instant. there's. I've seen um, women who are very obviously inebriated and alone. I've watched people come mm-hmm. up and be like, "Hey, let's do. You, do you need help? Do you need help getting somewhere? Hey, why don't you? Why don't you come inside and have a glass of water? Sit down here in public, yep. you know, in our front area. Have a glass of water. Um, people, people just have concern for each other just because. Hey, it's another wastelander." Yeah, the know, ladies and- are always looking after the ladies here too. The, the oh, yeah. one thing yeah. I have I have really noticed is that uh, women looking out for other women. Yeah. Yep. Um, one of the uh, resources that we like to provide with the Dukes of the Nuke, and this is in lore and out, is escort services. So if oh, you need a Mongo escort, has, I have Mongo had has helped people before. Yeah, but yeah. I'm like, I can walk to my camp. They're like, nope, sorry, we can't let you. It's the yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, well. J- Okay, bacon Jen, and hard ass. All right. <laughs> Jen, to be honest, they might just be trying to hang out with you some more. So <laughs> it's true. But, but uh, you're pretty awesome. morning. It's fine. And they're like, no, it's not. We're walking with you. <laughs> but yeah, and um, I've I've also gotten the opportunity to uh, just give someone an escort. She, you know, she said, you know, the tent city's dark. Uh, there's this guy that's been following me around. Um, I just want to get back to my camp, and so you know, we'll just give people a, a an escort back to their camp and. Um, most of the time that's the end of it, which is great. But, um, but yeah, I think a lot of people will offer that too. You know, if you just um, grab, grab a friendly face and say, Hey, I'm yeah. trying to go over here. Farlanders yep. are on main street. We're not too far away from the atomic cafe this year. If, if you're yeah. uncomfortable, if something's happening, you just pop your head in our tent. Yeah. Yep. Come to um, our camp and we I will also, make sure you're fine. <laughs> we also do have security stations, um, on the outskirts of the event. Report things so, to security. Um, Don't just report yeah. to a yeah. tribe lead. Oh, oh. We do have we do have these stations set up that have a blue light on top, and um, if you go to that blue light, and we have them placed kind of um, around the, I think we'll have it on the map, but um, it's usually towards on the, the map. back, of the, yeah, uh, towards the outer edges of the event. So when you're farther away from security and all the lights and everything like that, it's a blue light, and there should be a box with a radio and that radio is turned to the security uh, channel and you can get a hold of security that way. Security also does rounds and goes and checks on those places. So if anyone's feeling uncomfortable or they witness something or they need to get a hold of security and security's the, the tent is too far away from them to walk, look for those blue lights. There should be, I think about three of them though. We're trying to get a couple more for next year. Um, but those those blue lights are a way to get a hold of security or medical. Even if there's a medical emergency, don't feel like you have to walk for 10, 15 minutes to go get a hold of medical. Yeah, and those and things those were radios. built. Yeah, those were things from the community being like, "Hey," and the event being like, "Okay, what? How can we do this? Like, how can we help? Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. can we make this more accessible to you? Correct. We hear yeah. you like that. Yes. And that's a really good point. There are like so many levels of security. First off, yes, wastelanders are all are mostly looking out for each other. <laughs> but then we also have volunteer security uh, who go around. They're of more of a observe and report kind of a thing. Uh, we have paid professional security. And then we have the presence of multiple police departments on site most of the time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah and it's- and uh, uh, Winter, you could probably back me up on this. I, I believe they've told us many, many times that for an event this size, we have a very low incident 
Oh yeah, hundred percent. Right? Yeah, no, we are we are pretty good. The Kern County Sheriff's always saying things like that. Like they, um, from what I understand, they draw straws or do some sort of thing on who gets <laughs> this job. They want the job. Yeah, they right? raffle yeah. because like they're like we don't. There's not much that we have to do. We we're not. You guys take care of your own really well. Uh-huh. We're not constantly having to deal with all the drunks and all the problems and everything like that because you guys just get it handled. You know, um, they're it. there in case something goes really really wrong, which doesn't really happen. So. Um, Kern County Sheriff's love us for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cops bring their own bottle caps now. The fire department brings their own bottle caps. It's it's kind of kind of cool. But um, we do have a very low instance. But that said, this is a festival. There's a lot of people. It's a four thousand person event, and it's dark, and there's a lot of people drinking. So, um, you know, there is always the chance of something not going well, or like you said, adapt some bad actors out there. But um, the biggest thing is when something goes wrong. I want everyone listening to this to know, like, report it to security. And if you don't feel comfortable with who's at security at the moment, um, in our medical tent, uh, I know that Michael Sint Sawbones always makes sure to have people available of various genders, various backgrounds, so on and so forth. So whoever you feel comfortable talking to, um, go and make a report, please. Um, A lot of times stuff happens staff doesn't find out about it because no official report was made or someone tells their tribe lead thinking that's them officially reporting something that's not Mm -hmm. officially reporting it right and so then staff hears about it a year later when people are going why wasn't anything done about this and it's like (laughs) wait done about what i'm not a mind reader yeah yeah so um even if you're not sure or you're feeling like maybe i'm overreacting or whatever make the report anyhow because you never know if the person that you're having an issue with um, maybe you go to security and you say, Hey, this person's been following me around or they've been a problem or this thing happened with them. You don't know if maybe we've gotten similar things about that person that were all kind of subtle, but we've now heard like five different people saying subtle things we, that we can go, you know what? Nope. There's, there's a problem here. There's a pattern and we can't establish those patterns without people just coming forward and talking about it, you know? Yeah. Um, and in a lot of cases, um, the, the victim is kept anonymous, right? <laughs> Yeah. Um, yes, it's it's always up to, and that's one of the things I really appreciate about Jared is he's very much like we do what the victim wants. Yeah, and if that the victim wants to press charges, great, we're going to put you in touch with the sheriff's department. If the victim wants this, if the victim wants it to be silent, and we've banned people from the event before, um, we purposely don't tell people why uh, they are not allowed at the event, and that is. 99% of the time, that is due to, um, we want to establish a precedent that we don't want to tell some people you're kicked out of the event because X, Y, Z, but these ones we don't tell to protect the victim. So now people know that that person it was some sort of assault type thing. Right. Um, so we just set the precedent of, no, we don't tell you. And that is to protect victims. That is to protect um for whatever the victim wanted to respect their privacy, basically. Yeah, which can be very confusing for the person getting banned, but um, they are not getting, again, they they're know. not getting banned lightly and they're not getting banned with many discussions ahead of time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the bans are not light. We I've sat through so many meetings where we've gone through all sides of a story trying to really come to these hard decisions. So yeah, yeah. bans don't happen lightly. They do not happen just because someone doesn't like someone. Trust me, if that was the case, (laughs) 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 after the event, would that be the event? Um, It's just, uh, it it doesn't happen lightly. And yeah, it's, the victim is really um, what's most important here, what their wishes are and their privacy. And a lot of times when someone gets 
banned from the event, they know why they're getting banned. Like they they'll tell the community, they pretend they don't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. know what happened, but they know internally. They know why they got banned. Can you not hear me? Should I no, switch? no, it's oh. fine. I I had an alert pop up, but it went went away. I don't know. The internet's oh, got to be weird. wonky today. It's but there's a thunderstorm outside. Well, oh, not right no. now, but we are in storms for today, so it yeah, could just be uh, weird things. Mm. Uh, but yeah. Um, so I want to wrap up the uh, safety, but real quick, ladies. Oh, also, if you ever uh, want something not to go on and you don't like it, just say I don't consent to this because I have said that I've had people pick me up and I'm like, put me down, put nope, me down, put me down. That doesn't work. When I say I don't consent to this, yeah, everybody looks. Everybody's like, dude, yes. she already told you to put her down, put her down. <laughs> just the like she words. just said, she does not consent to it. What part yep. do you not understand? Yeah. It's That's like very... when you can like tune out conversations at a party and then you he somehow hear your name. Yeah. Like even though you weren't listening to the conversation, your name, the word consent is like that. People will be totally ignoring everything, but they somehow magically hear consent and everyone's like, wait, what? What's happening? Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Either something really cool is happening. Like I uh, super consent yeah. to that or something really bad is happening. <laughs> they don't. So right. either yep. way, do yeah. we need to get yep. involved? <laughs> well, th thanks for mentioning that. And, and I think using clear language is definitely one of the, uh, a weapon to be used. Um, so yeah, let's kind of wrap up uh, safety at the event with just some good guidelines. Cause I know, uh, you know, for, for me, a, a six foot 40 year old male, I don't worry <laughs> about most places that I go. Um, but, <laughs> but, you know, I still have to be smart about a lot of things. Um, and I want to know from you guys, like, what are some of your general rules when you're at festivals like Wasteland or, or anything similar uh, just to make sure that you have a good time and keep yourself out of trouble. Buddy system. That's one of the things that we use. And that was one of the things I used with three lights is buddy system for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, let somebody know where you're going if you're going somewhere. Um, and if you're going to get super inebriated, uh, make sure your handlers actually don't lose you. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. And actually, sometimes it's good to have like a plan. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm getting trashed tonight. I might wander. Let me wander. Or I'm getting trashed tonight. If I try to wander, don't let me wander. Yeah. Right? Like have that Put plan ahead of time with your people. Yeah. yeah. Or like let them know what your plan is or whatever. As long as at least somebody knows where you're going or where you're supposed to be. That way, you know, if something comes up, it's not like the likelihood of somebody kidnapping you always send is that in my opinion is pretty low. Uh, because if you say one, like interpreter said one, you know, wrong thing, I don't consent to this. You're going to be descended upon by a swarm of angry femmes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just angry people play. in general that are like, do not yeah. ruin our safe space. Like we try really hard as a community. I come here to have fun. Yeah. 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 Don't make yeah. it not fun. The, that's that. Those are what we usually use. And what about you guys? Yeah, have fun. Um, I know there's a question of things like uh, drinks being spiked and stuff like that. You know, again, yeah. there's bad actors out there. I, because there is so much alcohol flowing, sometimes it's like, do I only ever take drinks from someone I know really well? No, but if it's <laughs> if I if I take a drink from someone I don't really know well. I make sure I'm around my friends, buddy system again, yeah. or I'm yep. taking tiny, tiny sips of that drink, right? I'm not going to take a drink from someone I don't know and just be like, down the hatch. That, yeah. Right. It's like a sip. Okay. Wait a little while. See how I'm feeling. Okay. This is a safe drink type thing. Um, that said, you know, things do happen. If anything like that happens, please, as much as you're able to go to medical, as soon as you're able to report anything like that, don't wait until six months after the event to say something. Yeah. <laughs> circle back it comes full circle yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah and um you know yeah. there there's a culture of uh liberally sharing your 
alternative libations at like raves and other large music festivals and that kind of thing. Um, some people are not, uh, especially the first time at Wasteland, they don't know that that's not the culture that we're going for here. Um, and so they might um, not tell you what they're giving you or give it to you without telling you, which is yeah. two ways of saying the same thing. But, um, but yeah, so, so just be aware. Um, and a lot of the tribes will offer drinks to their friends, which you are it's one of the safer places to get drinks. So the Atomic Cafe is, of course, the staff bar um, where the drinks are all prepared by uh, at least semi-professional bartenders. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Atomic Cafe. And, and I would, I honestly would say that the place tribes, um, I would feel safe getting a drink from any of their bartenders because uh-huh. I can't imagine any of them knowingly serving someone something that was of course. tainted. I mean, yeah. immediately that that is going to get out to the entire event, you know, so. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. They wouldn't risk their yeah. reputation for that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. If you drink at the Schofield Drifters, though, you might get served regret, which <laughs> you <will> absolutely <laughs> regret. But you knew what yes. you were getting into with that. Yes. And when you yes. order something like that, you know what's happening. Yeah. You ask for the regret. <laughs> yeah. Right. So those are, I mean, that's all pretty good. Yeah. Those are all good safety things. Interpreter, yeah. do, is, I, did, I treat going to Wasteland like if I was going out to a club. And so mm-hmm. my guard is always at that. Like there's no matter how much I've had to drink, I'm still, I try really hard to still pay attention to what's going on. Uh, I do sometimes wander on my own and that mm-hmm. is just uh, ADHD goldfish that I'm like, <laughs> Oh, shiny. What's this? Oh, yeah, new front. Here I feel we that. Go. <laughs> um, but I also, um, I do have a certain privilege with knowing as many people in the community that I do. Right. And so I can go up to someone and be like, yo, I have had way too much to drink. Um, mm-hmm. Can I sit here? Can I like, yeah. can yeah. you help me? Can you do this thing? Um, and I know that that is a privilege that I have. Um, but also I have noticed that a lot of bigger tribes, place tribes also, like I've seen people come in like, uh, I'm not going to throw your camp on the person under your bus makeshift, but like you guys had a very <laughs> inebriated person in your camp not too long ago, sitting on your guys's throne and you <laughs> just left, like they were obviously not sober and you guys just let them sit there. You let the, you took like, you're like, okay, like the, we'll handle, we'll handle that situation later, but you, just let them, you're like, you know what, this is like, they need obviously a place to sit down. And this is what, yeah. Yeah. And you guys just let them sit there. um, And do other things there. (laughs) They had some functions happen. Some things left their body. It's fine. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. We've, uh, we can give the details off radio so we don't embarrass that or off this. So we don't embarrass that person, but like, yeah, there's amazing. Yeah. Um, yes. but yeah, I also and have no they'd be welcome to people. come back and hang out again too. It happens. Yeah. yeah. And that's because you, know, you guys did not shame them for like, you're like, Hey, you need a place to sit. Like that's, that's fine. The person obviously felt safe enough to come back later, <laughs> no matter how embarrassing what happened might've been, they still felt like, okay, this is a safe space. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I also, I fully support the buddy system. Tell people where you're going. Even if you wander by yourself, like, hey, I'm going to the portos because you never know. There might be someone that needs to go to the bathroom, too, or they just want to make sure you don't fall in. <laughs> I feel like the fe- the female urge to go to the bathroom in buddies is, is oh, yeah. fair. It's hey, fair. sometimes you know, it's not yeah. even just the female urge. Um, when we were on a staff pub crawl a few years ago, uh, I think it was at Neo. Adam Chilson needed to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so, like... 
the the swarm of twenty of us went with him and escorted him to the portos. The and then once he went inside, we all, we all started singing "Let It Go" at the top of our lungs. Like, like from from Frozen. 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 Yeah. <laughs> We're adults. Yeah. The love bombs provide top-notch outcomes for the most discriminating clients all across the wasteland. When you need executive escort and protection, intelligence analysis, direct action, or other specialized solutions, the Love Bombs provide a bespoke option tailored directly to your needs. Listen to this heartfelt testimonial from one of the Love Bombs' satisfied clients. I hired the Love Bombs to save my precious Pookie Pie from them there scabs over yonder. They was fixing to turn his poor hide into jerky. I reckon not a one of those bastards will walk away from this scuffle. Goodness gracious, I reckon I ain't ever seen a gun that big. The love bombs will give your enemies a lick and they won't soon forget. Yes, the love bombs. They're polite, professional, and have a plan to kill everyone they meet. The Love Bombs provide complete confidentiality in their free initial consultation. That's right, the initial consultation is absolutely free. Remember, the Love Bombs, artillery available. Who's ready to make makeshift super uncomfortable? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, is it time? <laughs> it's time. I'm, I've been Sweet. prepping for this, so I'm ready. I, let's, let's do it. I've been, uh, ever since we broached this let's do this podcast. I, the desire to make makeshift uncomfortable is yes. very strong. It's so I'm important. I'm already like flushed from just smiling and laughing. So I'll just, <laughs> I'll just pretend like. We'll just roll into that. Yeah. You know, we were t- talking about bodily functions happening on the Duke's throne, but for those, for those present at Wasteland who contain uteruses, uteri, uter, uter, let's whatever. just say uteruses. Uter- I probably uteruses. both are. I don't know. I don't listen. I'll whatever. Like Greek, Latin, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It does what it wants. I don't like it. Bodily functions, it, it is inevitable. And I know between the three of us, <laughs> and I'm sure many, many other uterus-having people at Wasteland have had to deal with the dreaded period on <laughs> Flo's visit, Ugh. menstruation Ugh. station. Nobody loves it. It's terrible. Come two weeks early. My first Wasteland, 2016. I'm going to tell the story uh, on myself. And you know what? Listen, we're all adults here. And if talking about periods makes you uncomfortable and you want to tune out, that's fine. We just know that you're an uh, inferior human. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to call it like it is. Listen, periods are natural. We can't do anything about it. Yeah. Trust me, if you we know. could, we would probably we would. that. <laughs> <laughs> Readily. So my first Wasteland, 2016. Um, we are getting ready to hit the midnight line. You know, we've driven across the country for three days because our first year was the, was the, you know, the first year the great 40 migration happened because, you know, we did that. Because uh, <laughs> I didn't want my truck to break down. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, had been on the road for three days and I was like watching, watching the date, watching my phone. I'm like, Aah. um, and I had just... Uh, finished up a clinical trial for birth control too. So I'm just telling tales on myself. <laughs> I'm learning some deep lore. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, this is going to be a crapshoot. Well, it turns out the crapshoot was the day of the midnight lineup. Oh. There are no bathrooms oh. in the midnight line, you guys. Thank I think God. there are now. Thank God. There are now, but in 2016, there were not. Yeah, Thank check-in. God. You do we, the walk. Yeah, we bought a um, 
camp toilet. <laughs> Thank God for that mm-hmm. because the misery was real. Oh, God, yeah. That I'm was so one of the first. I was like, well, uh, I drove across the country. I'm here for the event now. Let's go. Um, it was not fun. It was unpleasant. But it is a natural, a natural thing that we can do nothing about. And, you know, sometimes you just got to you got to do what you can do. But I know at least the two of you as well have experienced the horrors. Uh, Winter, you mentioned it at the beginning, you know, how bad they were for you. But like, what are what are some of the creature comforts that you guys do? I mean, I know for for myself personally, it's as clean as you can possibly stay. Yeah. yeah. Horrible. Um, so first of all, um, make sure you eat your fiber, kids. Aaron knows oh. I'm a big, big fan of Metamucil, by the way, because yeah. no one of any gender, periods or not, wants to sit in a porto longer than you need to. Okay? Uh, nope. So, nope. get in there, do what you gotta do, get out, right? Yeah, so, Metamucil for everyone. Um, second of all, I, <laughs> I told you, suffer from I told some you kind of period the- poops, which is the thing, yes, by the yes. way. Period poops period is the poop thing. If you don't mm. have period poops, I don't, like, who are you and how I don't trust that- you. Well, well, I don't no, trust what, you. Which was like, terrible in the midnight line because I was anxious and had just started my period. Yeah, so. but you can imagine. If, if you don't I'm, have period poops, who are you and how did you manage to do this? And t- can you teach me? It's magic. Yeah, like, um, it's totally magic. All right, I'm about to take a shot of that regret and ask the question, what is different about a period poop. It so, kind of depends so, on the person. Okay, I, I will tell you, um, I am I am like science girl right here, so let's listen to Dr. Jen for a second. It's um, like all you ate was Chipotle and Taco Bell, and that's all you ate, and then your stomach's like, and your lactose is tolerant, and you're chugging milk, like whole cream yeah. the whole time. Like, oh. Basically, you got the Hershey squirts. <laughs> like, it's, it's, what happens is the, the certain hormones that happen um, that are encouraging your uterus to contract and spasm also affects your intestines. Yep. Okay. So yep. basically, you get the squirts. It's terrible. Or you get you get loose bowels because your intestines are going through the exact same um, chemical things that your uterus is. Wow. Can't trust and anything pair that up with being your... anxious. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I didn't know that. You can't terrible. trust anything yeah. happening to your body. Like you're like, yes, really, well, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You're like and an- the, anything. Like I'm just gonna go to the bathroom. Just, the like, desert yeah. already changes your entire digestion system. Oh, yeah. 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 Because you know, for for like the first day, everything's normal, and then you forget to poop for like three days. <laughs> And then, <laughs> not and then you're miserable. No, no, no. Oh, if, I, I get this weird if desert you take float your Metamucil. Thing. Yeah, now, yeah. I, well, thank you for that hint. I'm going to take full advantage of it. You're welcome. Um, Maybe you should yeah, just start your period. Staying regular is um, <laughs> it's a little tough when you're like constantly fighting dehydration and and then yeah, imagine yeah. having bowel yeah, movements okay. that you can't right. really control and you're like, I'm already yeah. trying to not be dehydrated from the heat and everything. Yeah. Oh, now my body's doing what it wants. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, your period can come two weeks early while you're at the event. You're like, oh, no, it I'm just knows. good. I'm fine. 2016, I was like, wait, what is happening? Jokes. Um, because wow, of the stress. Wow. Honestly, just the stress and the traveling and stuff yeah. like yeah. that makes your body freak out. So, and yeah. Thankfully, my campmate had brought stuff just to be safe for her. and or She was part of the menstrual menstruation thing. And I was like, I can... The menstruation stations? Yeah. yeah. A lot, a lot of tribes have menstruation stations. So ladies, if you're out there and you need something, honestly, probably any camp around you either has something or can tell you where to go to get yep. whatever yeah. you need. Come just to the Farliner camp. We'll yeah. have a, we always have extra stuff yep. just in case, you know, there's a few of us uterus having people in the Farlanders. Now there's three. Wow. So we always have things on hand. So if you're bebopping down Main Street and you're like, oh, 
which is literally how it happens. <laughs> all yep. uterus having people yep. know that face. Oh, yep. Or you're like, am I in the middle of talking to someone and you're like, ah, gotta go. Gotta go. Did my period just start or am I really, really excited to talk for this? Or am I really sweaty? Yeah. Also, if you do use tampons, do not put them in the porto. A lot of the menstruation stations, they come with Ziploc bags. Take the, put it in the bag. You can take the bag. You can hide it in like any of your, your sock, your shoe, your bag, anything. Yeah. Um, don't also, don't put it down the hole, but also don't just leave it in the portal on the oh, side. Don't be like, I'm do doing the nice thing, but you, no, you're take not. It with you. Take it with take you. It with let's, you. Let's Trash not, goes with you. Yeah. Let's wow. not upset our portal people. They are God. The, the people with the company we have now is the <laughs> yeah. best we've ever Amazing. had. They're in are... my opinion, like I'm not hearing about portals not getting cleaned. There's a whole department for it. Um, but yeah, it poopy it, saints. Yeah, it just saints. it just comes out of nowhere. Also, if you see someone's um, tampon string hanging down, I think it's fine <laughs> to tell them, but don't be like, "Hey, I see your tampon string." Just be like, "Yeah, don't yell it for yeah, Christ's sake." Be like, "Hey, like I don't know if you know, but your string's hanging." Little... You can't help it, and the costumes that a lot of um, women femme presented uteruses have is more revealing. And I wear a lot of bodysuits, and so I'm always like, "Uh." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and and guys, if you're listening, m- maybe find a sympathetic female nearby to relay this information. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. probably a good idea. Yeah. It's a solid. <laughs> yeah, if you've made it this far into the show, um, <laughs> this is our time to be quiet. Um, <laughs> if you're a dude and you want to know how to help a chick or a, a fa- someone with a uterus, um, one year, so I get really bad periods. I don't know if I have endo, but like I spend a lot of the time. Probably in- do, yes. Yeah, probably do. I spend a lot of the time in like fetal position. Uh, honey yeah and there's like photos of me that i'm just like i look so angry and people like you look so tough and i was like i was trying not to bleed out and die um, <laughs> i'm praying for the sweet release there. of death yeah currently. Wow. Um, yeah but yeah. i've had people that are like what do you need i have um ibuprofen i have this i have that i have but and when you don't plan on having it i don't always bring those things but i've had people be like this is these are the over-the-counter drugs i have what do you want <laughs> do you need? here's like, my selection yeah i was like yep. here's some lcc caps thank you this is like over-the-counter fake money beautiful my advice is um i would always have a bag that was just my bathroom bag i left it somewhere easy to access not hidden deep in my hot tent or something like that just mm-hmm. like easy to grab um, and in there I had tampons and pads. I had baby wipes, which also don't go into the porto. Please, yeah. no baby None wipes. None of this goes into the porto, guys. Two-ply yeah. toilet and paper also, doesn't go in the porto. <laughs> right. Yeah. Also, um, Ziploc bags. If you put a Ziploc bag in your porto bag, then any trash type things that you need can go in that Ziploc. So it's sealed and you can bring it back to your camp. Um but to keep it easy to access, the last thing you want is to be digging around in a 110-degree oh tent yes. trying to yeah. find where, where the hell you put your tampons yeah. or whatever. And try not so. to get too, like, and I, I feel like I'm not trying to talk to other uterus having people like you're idiots and you've never had a period in, in your life. But I'm, I'm saying this from personal experience, like, especially if it's going to be your first wasteland and you're like, surprise, um, don't <laughs> try to just keep it in the back of your mind because the last thing don't that you want to do, it. yeah, that too, but don't also forget that it's a thing like yeah. don't be be bopping around for like six hours and you're like oh huh. whoops. Yeah. yeah yeah you're gonna want to stay on top of that especially out there in the desert you're already it's a little bit dirty everything you know what's the gross. easiest way to stay on top of it 
drink a shit ton of water. So you're constantly every time you going to, to the porto. Yeah. Exactly. Every time you have yep. to pee, you have to go take care of a little bit of business and things like that. Yeah. Um, and definitely, of course, you know, staying clean. Yes. Also, it's hard. Yeah. It's yeah. not fun. If you have really bad, heavy flows, um, it's okay to tell your campmates because so, like sometimes you might think you're doing fine and they're looking at you and they're like, what is happening? <laughs> you're not okay. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you're like, no, I'm okay. And they're like, uh, and so if you tell your campmates, even if they don't have uteruses, a lot of them want to help any ways that they can. And so I'll just be like, Hey, this is like uncomfortable conversation. I just started my period. This is what's happening. I have really bad flow. If I, I don't know, turn paler than myself, like, it makes you if you're like if I look like Ginge, like let me know. Like, <laughs> you know something's going yeah, down. Like, <laughs> I love it. Well, um, is that enough period talk for you, makeshift? Well, you no, know, that wasn't that wasn't so bad overall. I feel like I feel like we did a good job of censoring ourselves. I think so. that was well. the censored version. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're like, yeah. You're sex sometimes, yeah. y'all. <laughs> Yeah, guys, we have it so good. So be nice. You to do. Everybody. You do. Correct. Yeah, they, if nothing else. And they're if, always going through some shit. Yeah. If someone with a uterus goes into the portal, just give them time. Like, <laughs> Give them yeah. as much no. time as they fucking need. It, oh, my God. Don't awesome. And be like, oh, you were in there for so long. Yeah, well. Well, you know how I have to take off my costume <laughs> just to get to where I can right. actually yeah, do whatever I need to do. Yeah. And then if I have to. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Well, that's something that someone brought up. Um, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure this was Mojave Muse brought this up is is plan your costume accordingly because oh, you don't want to yeah. be taking off layers of belts and like oh, a, 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 a unitard. And <laughs> 18 <laughs> belts like some dumb bitch yeah. wears. Yeah. Me. Or bad. also be careful um, if you, as most of us do, we have belts with all of our accoutrements on it. And right. uh, be very oh. careful when you're in the porto that one of your things doesn't get bumped off your belt yeah. and go into the porto. I live in so. constant fear of that. That okay. sounds yeah. like guideline, yeah. a guideline written in blood right there. But am I <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, am I the only one that's just like if I go with a buddy and I'm like, hey, and I just undress. Hold my stuff. I yep. undress yep. outside yeah. and I'm like, here yeah. you go. Or sometimes if I don't have yeah. a buddy with me, I'll still just undress outside. And I feel like anything yep. that happens at the portos, people just leave it alone. That is yep. true because I was in 2019, uh, speaking of the whole buddy system thing that came from experience because it was four drink adepts and somebody <laughs> – Somebody totally different than the adept that's next to me. Somebody got a little wasted and her handlers disappeared. Um, Magic. Let's Let's do it. Pour drink adept. That's what it takes. No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I need to see this. No, we don't. You missed it in 2019. All right. It was Pup's birthday, the year that Pup was a a duke. Uh, Alyssa. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was her birthday, and she and I apparently became buddies. Because that's what drunk people do around the photos. But anyway, the whole thing was, is I took off all my stuff outside, went to go pee, and then I came back out, and there was just, like, a group of us. It was Pup and a bunch of people I don't know. But anyway, we were bebopping around, and I left half of my costume in front of the portals in the middle of the city. (laughs) I went back the next day, and it was all still there. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Like, it's, like, because I feel like everybody just assumes if they see costume people, especially dangly bits, like, belts, all this stuff. So many dangly bits. Yeah. 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 It's, like, oh, they're, someone's doing something. There's bodily functions. (laughs) There's a thing happening in there. Yeah, there's bodily functions happening. They needed to get in there easier. Let's just leave that as. You know what's always the funniest thing is when two different staff members are in the same block of portos and radios go off. (laughs) 
<laughs> and every, everyone just starts chuckling. You hear everyone in the portals at that time start like giggling. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> that's fantastic. It's All right. Out like applesauce. Well, um, <laughs> one of the things that I've been really impressed with at Wasteland is how supportive everyone is, especially women with women. So let's talk about how Wasteland women um, really lift each other up at the event uh, and not just at the event, but like kind of year round. It's been it's been really fun watching all this support happen. Um, and so, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. I feel like there's no better group of women to hype up another woman than than Wasteland than Wasteland Girlfriends. Yes. Wasteland oh, yeah, Girlfriends totally. are the best thing that has ever happened in my life. Like our yeah, council, yeah. the ladies of Might and Magic are like my everything. <laughs> oh, I love you. <laughs> I love you. Like, you I know, we yours. will message each other throughout the year. Things are going bad or like we're all someone's having a bad time or a boy is yeah. being stupid. Um, <laughs> that's usually what it is. That's usually what it is, is when a boy is being stupid. Where it's like, hey, it's, how it's... do I tell this person in this chat that the person they're dating is stupid, but like, I don't know how to word it. But I don't know how to do that. <laughs> We've had a few of that. Um, but we, we love each other. And they, there's something different, I think, about just a regular girlfriend. And then I think you sh- it's almost it's almost like trauma bonding. Yeah. <laughs> We have That's this event funny. that we have in common that yeah. we know is like big and important to us and that we go to every year and we see each other, but like it's a whole new level of hype. And I, I think that it's some of the most pure love, but also like aggressive love. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe you have this extra level of aggression, like, bitch, you need to dump that man. <laughs> I mean, the event is hard enough as it is, like Getting the costume. I mean, the cost that's the fun part. But, like, getting out there and all the prep, making it before gate closed, depending on when you come, setting up camp, finding a place to camp. Like, all of the, everything getting up to the event is hard. And then at yeah. the event, you have the it's heat. It's hot. Yeah. You yeah. Have, drunk. You have the heat. You have sometimes the W. <laughs> like, you're – there's tons of strangers. And if you're – uh, introvert, antisocial, like most of the people in my head, the community is. Mm-hmm. That's already like, uh, and so when you find someone that you bond with, and you're like, oh, you have a uterus, I have a uterus. Oh, you're having a period. <laughs> I'm having my period too. Oh, yeah. Actual words. Like, I've my definitely name heard. is Claire. <laughs> my name is Claire. <laughs> but it, it, yeah, it's like, oh my, oh, you get it. I yeah, perfect, awesome. Or like, find someone like, oh, I get migraines. I get migraines. Okay, we're friends now like we both know right what it that's like um yeah i don't like i have some really close dude friends but like my friends with uteruses like it's just <laughs> it's a different level of like yeah um i i can't i have no serotonin in my body right now i can't get up and they're like okay cool but like we get it yeah, yeah. everybody like, gets it got you <laughs> well in um in, in so many post-apocalyptic scenarios like tribalism and like bonding with your closest people for you know, not just survival, but entertainment, camaraderie uh, becomes so much more important. And of course, one of the natural bonds is guys with guys, girls with girls. Um, And so I'm not surprised that you guys say that, you know, having that support structure is so important. I think also too, because when you have, you know, your girlfriends and your squad or whatever your uterus have and your femme presenting friends, I think in a lot of, and there's no way to say this without sounding kind of like an asshole. So please take this with the intention that it is meant. I think when you have these friendships, you know that there is no, you know, there's, there's no ulterior motive. There's nothing else that they're trying to get out of that, which the reality of the world is sometimes when you have 
relationships with the opposite genders is if you're a, a hetero person that's just like is there an ulterior motive or can we actually just be friends but i think there's that feeling of safety yeah with yeah. your yeah. girlfriends at least you know many we just of the people that i've spoken skin. with it's fine we just want to wear each other's skins. It's okay. You know, sometimes I want to put interpreter's face on because she's just so fucking pretty. Okay. And sometimes I want Winter's ass because it's really great. Listen, I mean, I do have a we're, great just, ass. we're just calling it as we see yeah, it. Yeah. It's only weird if you don't like it. Yeah. It, it, then you're wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah. Like, I, yeah. Like, that's so true. The, I've never worried about your friendship with me, either of yours, on like, well, what do they want from me? Are they just pretending yeah. to be my friend so that they can admit later that they have feelings for me or they can rewrite every interaction we've ever had and be like, oh, you were flirting with me. You were doing this. And it's like, no, like I genuinely. I mean, yes, I'm flirting with you, well, but just to see how uncomfortable I can make you. It's really not because yeah, I, I don't think that's what I, I don't think that the game of chicken for us is going to like. <laughs> I'm still waiting for you guys to show up on my doorstep like you've been threatening for years. Uh, that was that's, going to happen this year. Sh- like, surprise, we Jen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting. I know. Well, wait longer. Every knock on your door, you're like, is it them? You know what? You joke, (laughs) but sometimes when I'm not expecting anybody and there's a knock on my door, I'm like, could this be be the day? But it never is. Oh, it will. It'll be. It'll happen. I mean, it might happen when we're like 60, but you know, it'll It'll happen. happen. It'll happen. We need to to talk about doing like a Farlanders camp out here. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have have half an acre. It's not. It's not really cool, though. It's. houses all around us whatever you're there it's cool yeah or we could just camp inside my house yeah that works too (laughs) we'll just kick bridge i did that once (laughs) you did do that once that was a lot of fun i have videos of that bridger comes home and there's just like a tent in the backyard and he's like oh you guys are camping out there and we're like no brah it's you. <laughs> no. Give us your key. You can come in and make us breakfast. <laughs> I feel like he'd be on board for that too. He'd be like, "What do you mean?" Yeah, he would just be like, "Okay, okay yeah, that's fine." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the opposite of lifting each other up because, um, yeah, Wasteland's super supportive, but um, the movie Mean Girls came out a long time ago, and Oof. it is definitely a thing i here's the crazy thing girls can lift each other up so well but they can and also they can be, so, be so mean well, yeah just be, we know what to say to build you up we know like and by <laughs> exactly saying those, to say to because we can see like or, like we see or we know like oh this is an insecurity for you this is something that you're being self like you're self-aware of. this is so yeah. instead of being like oh that looks awesome we could be like oh you're wearing white yep Wait, I can't wait to tell I've that story. I have it in my pocket. I've, I was waiting. I'm like, no, I'm gonna do it right now. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, because like, all right. So with guys, we we definitely have this culture of we make fun of each other, and it's you know you you make fun of the ones you love the most, the most. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but you're yeah. careful with how you say it, and it's not malicious. Right. Yeah. And, you, and you know the and you line. Never attack right. What, right. What what your friends are actually really sensitive about yeah. unless they're unless they're the first ones to joke about it and then it's fair game yeah <laughs> even even that sometimes yeah. i don't but that may be a, that may be a i think thing. i think also if you do cross the line sometimes you realize it really quickly and you immediately are like yeah. whoa sorry i yeah. crossed the line how do i make it up to you yeah. you know yeah yeah. yeah. So um, I guess I don't know. It's, I don't want an instruction on how not to be a mean girl at Wasteland, but how like, you know, what are some things to, to watch out for? Oh, boy. If you can see something too much nice, don't say something at all. <laughs> I We're going to go with the old bullied. Southern adage. Just yeah. No, I, nice, just I, think, I think 
all of us have been heavily bullied by girls at Wasteland. I mean, when we were talking about safety, my, I, I'll be honest with you, my biggest um, problems at the event did not come from guys. It did not feel... I've never felt so like unsafe for my person as I did feel attacked by some women. You oh, point wow. them out to me and I will take them down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you, you know, you know, some of it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The only yeah. body shame comments I've ever received are from women with uterus, like people with oh, uteruses. Wow, wow. The, oh, like, yeah. It's tragic. Yeah. I it's tragic. I and, and I, and I don't know how to explain it. I don't know if it's, I mean, I'm, we could get into the psychology of it, but I don't think, I think that's a whole nother, you know, episode of the podcast, the psychology of people. Yeah. But, so, yeah. Right. Um, that's the thing. But girls can be very, very mean. I think in ways that guys usually aren't guys are just dumbasses <laughs> <laughs> and hurt feelings just because they're being dumb. Uh, girls, like, it seems like they intentionally hurt feelings. And uh, And there's no purpose for that. I mean, we're all in this thing together. We're all a big community, honestly. And if you are, you know, there's there's another femme presenting uterus having female person that you're just like me 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 me. Stop. I think a lot of it. There's no reason for that. But I think it comes from insecurity. Oh, it totally comes from insecurity. But we have like that whole like quote unquote wasteland fame, which I know is going to make a lot of people that are like, I am wasteland famous. How dare you put quote unquote wasteland fame in front of that? <laughs> and I'm like, you know, big air quotes. Yeah, but to me, at least for me, how I view like wasteland fame, it's a lot of people that have been coming for a very long time. They put a lot of effort into meeting people, facilitating these friendships. They put a lot of effort into the community. Either they run a tribe, they are a performer, they are an awesome, awesome costumer. They volunteer at the events. Like a lot of the people that are like, oh, they're just, they're way than famous. It's like, well, what do they, what do they do? Like, and it's, yeah. I have yet to find someone they're like, oh, they're way son famous that they don't do, they don't give back to the event. Yeah. yeah. yeah the reason that they're thing. known is because they, they bring something to the event. Right. Uh, right. A, a lot of <laughs> popularity, a lot of the, like, unlike high school where people were popular just because they were pretty. Um, I think in Wasteland, when people are popular, it's usually because of they've they've been involved in some way. Now, maybe that's not always the case. Maybe they were really awesome back in the day, and now they're resting on their laurels, and they, you know, <laughs> they're still popular. And you're like, yeah, but they suck now. <laughs> but, but why um, would you call me out on on this podcast like that, Winter? <laughs> Jesus, I'm sitting right here. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I just started just... laughing. I'm like, you're lying. <laughs> You're you're joking. I'm trying to get one. Uh, you're joking, okay. except you know, not. Um, <laughs> I but I think the thing is, is like, um, uh, I I know that a lot of people assume that because someone is wasteland famous or popular, they might be a mean girl, and I haven't found that to be the case. Same. However, I, I mean, honestly, a lot of the wasteland famous slash popular people are like super dorks and super awkward yeah. and so when you, get to, you just start talking to them and you're like oh you're just a normal person okay cool yeah. you just got wasteland famous because of some crazy thing you did once um but, but yeah. uh yeah. I, I think one of the things is like look there's a lot of people i don't like and maybe between me and my besties i may be like oh this person i roll but you know what at the event do i go out of my way do i do things to irritate them or whatever. No, I ignore them. The yeah, person who bullied same. me the most, the person who bullied me the most, and I mean bullied me as in smeared my name left and right everywhere, tried to get me fired, all kinds of things, right? Oh, yeah. Really went after me. Mm-hmm. The most I did at, at Wasteland when I saw this person was I blanked them, which means I just pretended I did not see them and I kept walking. 
in a straight line and she started walking faster and our paths were about to cross. And I was like, oh no, our, our paths are going to cross. So I walked faster, still just kind of like <laughs> acting like I'm blind or something. And she walked faster and I managed to walk right past her. And I had this weird sense of like, yeah. I did it. I did it. I made it past her without acknowledging her. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, I wish people would do that a little more in the sense of like, if you don't like someone, just don't interact with them. How's that? Just Just don't interact. You don't have to go out of your way to be a bitch. And Raceland is is at a really great size over the last few years where it is small enough that you can find your people and Mm -hmm. it still feels like a very intimate um, event, but it's large enough that it's really easy to avoid people if that's what you're going for. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. yeah. You, it, it's, you can be in so many places and um, you know, there's not a line of sight between places. Like when yeah. you're, it's, when you're in a camp, that's where you are. So you can be in a completely different world than whoever you're trying to not be with. It's true. Yeah. And I feel like, and I'm, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to tell the story. I'm going to tell the story. The story. <laughs> oh dear. Is, oh dear. <laughs> then what is it? 18, 19. Or Eight. so, wait, how about at 18? I think it was 19, 18. 20. 18, 21, yeah. 22. It's been five years. Yeah, it was 18. And I'm still not over it. Okay. No. That's a wrap. Uh, you don't have to, I love you that don't have to say everything that's in your head. You, I, I promise you don't have to say it if you yeah. think it. Maybe just keep it to yourself. Okay. Yeah. I had, okay, 2018 was the year of the Thunderdome fight against Beans. It was my last Thunderdome fight before I retired. Okay. <laughs> I made a special outfit specifically for this event. Um, that was, you know, for the fight because I want to do something big because we hyped it up. <clears throat> okay. I was at the barbecue place and Winter and I were standing there together talking. And this, um, I don't, I mean, I don't want to assume anything, but this person, this person, uh, who you was I'm presenting that I didn't know. I have no idea who this person not was, your friend. by the way. No, not my friend, not anybody I knew, some complete stranger. I'm standing there talking to Jen. They look at me, they look me up and they look me down. And they say to me in the most derogatory way possible, sup, Burning Man. <laughs> and I was, listen, and if you go to Burning Man and you love Burning Man, you don't think that's an insult. That's fine. It was completely the tone of voice and the look on their face. It's and I was different. so, yeah. I was so mm-hmm. shocked because those of you who do know me know I spend a lot of time on my costuming. I spend a lot mm-hmm. of time on my outfits. It's like my thing. I was, I didn't know what to say. But that's fine. I didn't need to say anything because Winter <laughs> turns to this person with the most unbridled rage, says, no, <laughs> no, you don't say that. That's a damn Farlander. That's my friend. And she's amazing. And I'm standing there like, what's happening right now? And like, there's actually a picture of it, of me. What? There is a picture right after it happened. Oh, geez, And the I look on that. my face, I'm just like, what i mean i have goggles on so you can't really tell but like i can see in my body language that i'm just like what What just occurred i I think that kind of solidified our friendship because after that you were like oh my god you just defended me and you were ferocious (laughs) it was aggressive and it has become my favorite winter story ever to this day (laughs) i I have been i've been called multiple times by different different people jen of arc because (laughs) yes yes. my friends i get i get yeah People don't go after my friends. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a, it's possible to not be mean. You just, you don't. Just don't say it if you're thinking it. How's that? You can think it and you cannot yeah. say it. And listen, we're here. We're a small community, yeah. big but small. We're tight knit. It's interwoven. Our goal, especially as, you know, 
femme female presenting uterus having human beings we are here to build each other up because it's hard mm-hmm. enough it really is like outside of wasteland out wasteland just being that type of person in the world it's hard enough and we need to be building better foundations for loving each other and, and you know what even if you don't like somebody even if they they have been mean to you outside of the event or they say something or you just don't agree with them just you don't block have them on to Facebook. be an ass block them on Facebook <laughs> and don't be an asshole it's super easy you know you don't have to love everybody but it takes very little effort not to be an asshole I feel I like mean, let's let's take you know a, a lesson from the movie Mean Girls in the movie I've mean never Girls, actually seen it what I've okay we're having a movie well, night there's you a 40% need to see this. chance it's gonna rain <laughs> <laughs> um my point is is in the movie you know there's this the, the meanest girl of all or whatever and they do all these things to kind of like fuck with her and a lot of it backfires and ends up ruining everything for everyone and by the end of it they learn to kind of come to terms with like okay like we've we've been to each other's enemies but like we can coexist and not be trying to like just shoot each other down all the time like that's what it comes down to like support the shit out of each other or at best don't pull the mat out from under people you know just a- like let people go and enjoy themselves and do their thing. Something and, me and Bridger uh, and I love to say is it costs zero dollars to mind your own business. Yeah. Yo. Yep. Zero dollars and totally. zero cents. Yeah. yeah. All right. Just, well. Just block people on Facebook and then they can't see when you post things or when you create events and then they'll get really upset thinking that uh, you God didn't invite it. them. But in all actuality, it's their like they they blocked you. Like there's people that block me. Totally fine, get it. Uh, but like if you have someone blocked on Facebook, you can't see what they post or create, and so um, you might not be invited to, and you can't find an event because you have that person blocked and so your security settings that you put on place in your own account Erin, it sounds like you it sounds like it's why you do it's it's thing. Just, what just I'm hearing events. is <laughs> <laughs> I love it um, well ladies we are actually already way over time oh um, sorry there was a time limit well, on and this like show. that story about Jared might get deleted um, I could tell another <laughs> rap story about Jared if you about how he tries really hard to make the event inclusive if we can have a backup story what? What? about Jen and the uh, or the yeah. yeah. Jen story about Jared, where the assault happened and or the guy hit the girl in the head and was like, oh, oh yeah, we might yeah, not be able yeah. to say that. I have another story about Jared that we could put in as a uh, yes. Right, well, here's my yes. thought. Here's my thought. Let's let's wrap this one up okay. and then let's um let's keep going for a little bit longer, but we'll make it a Patreon exclusive. Can Ooh. we take like Ooh. like a two minute break because i've had to pee for probably no absolutely yeah, go pee. yeah. yeah. all right so <laughs> let, like let me wrap this minutes. one up and then we're gonna keep chatting <laughs> uh guys if you want to hear the rest of it it'll be available exclusively on patreon we're gonna talk about uh whatever story interpreters got uh we're gonna talk we <laughs> probably won't so talk about stories. more bowel so movements but actually something i want to ask you guys <laughs> about is um nudity at wasteland so if that's oh. not an enticing reason to join the patreon oh yeah let's um, talk about boobies let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, um, one of us has been nude at Wasteland. Make sure. <laughs> I have not. Oh, I've, yeah, I've been head to toe nude at Wasteland. He was Wasteland. about to be so offended. But it was after the event. Yeah. It was so the I don't know if it tease. counts. Totally yeah. counts. Yeah. So. The Wasteland property saw your nudity. It's, 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 there's a very. There's a very good chance it's happening again. Um, anyway, uh, oh. so we're going to wrap this one up. Um, let's see. Guys, make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening and give me a thumbs up or a positive review if you're able to. <laughs> Thank you for the demonstration, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> um, 
what else do I like to say? Uh, send any questions you might have uh, in the comments, and I'm sure one of these ladies will answer you. If not, I will reach out to them and get that answer for you. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with your friends. Ladies, thank you so much for hanging out. This has been Buy fun. his merch. This is great fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> buy yeah, his buy merch. merch. <laughs> Sells it at the nice. event. Buy yeah. the cal- map. Yeah. Oh, the man, calendar. the store is going to be open, and I've got some really cool stuff. Oh, wait. Where'd it go? Right here. <laughs> when are you gonna make pasties that's just like check this apocalypse post? Check this out. Um Show me. Wildling uh made me some rust painted sacks. Ooh. Oh, that's check rat. that out. Yeah, I said sacks. Um, is it because he said sacks? It's, it's got sacks, yeah. It's, it is a sack. Look at it. It's a sack. It's, it's a bag. It's and not a bag. Is also a word. This is sacks. like this is a gold sack from uh, the days of yore, but it fits perfectly the three three sample soaps in that will be in the Eli's cat oil body wash bars uh, product, which I'm going to have a bunch of these for sale. So thank you so much wildling for making these awesome bags. Each one is different. um, And I think I've got like 20. They're handmade. Yeah. Yeah. She's actually uh, rust painting those to get that color on there with, I don't know the process, but it's pretty rad. And then of course it's got the 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 three different scented soaps on there. So I'm going to have those for sale in the apothecary. I like it. (laughs) You know, because I like to brand things. Yeah. Um, So anyway, that's one of the really cool things I'm going to have available in the store. Magic. All right. Well, that's it guys. Um, Yeah. So sit, uh, share this episode with your friends if you enjoyed it. If you hated it, share it with your enemies along with a gnarly hose pervert. <laughs> <laughs> and come say hi to us at Wasteland. I oh, promise we're all pervert. really friendly. I'm not friendly. I'm oh, okay, really never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can only talk to Winter um, during, like early on in build and then way after build. No, well, come talk to me. I love with, to meet new people. Yeah. Bring her treats and she's like, oh, what? Yeah, yeah you sweet, know, you bring me candy. And, yeah, bring me candy sweet and tarts. suddenly I'm the it's sweetest It's not that you're ever. not friendly. It's that you're you're pretty much overstimulated and you don't get a whole lot of sleep or no and rest. Stress, yeah. like, that's crazy. And so like, yeah. here's calories. You're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my blood Volunteer, sugar can be everybody. normal. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's wrap it up for now. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Until next time, stay alive. Hey, survivors, makeshift here to remind you that the Apocalypse Post is brought to you in no small way by our Patreon supporters. Join the ranks for early access and exclusive content with support levels now named for fancy Fallout-ridden factions like the $2 per creation Drifter or the $7 Wastelander. Knowing you've got my back has helped me dedicate more time to this channel, spreading love of the post-apocalypse, and less time on stupid real-world stuff. Sign up right now at patreon.com slash the apocalypse post.